we are now just 24 hours away from one of the biggest days in the history of American politics. I would normally throw the word modern in there. One of the biggest days in the history of modern American politics. But no, tomorrow is one of the biggest days in the history of this country. Yes, it's election day. Yes, we actually vote every year in one way or another, every four years for an American president. But tomorrow has such enormous consequences. And I am concerned. I feel good about what's going to happen in a lot of local races that I care about. I'm feeling pretty good about what's going to happen in a lot of Senate races. But I'm increasingly concerned about voter suppression, what tricks Trump is going to try to play, and how the presidential race is going to turn out tomorrow. Let me give you a few thoughts, a few ideas. Let me try to calm your nerves as we get ready for tomorrow. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. The anxiety for tomorrow is real. (laughs) It is very real. Uh, As you may know, tomorrow from 7 p.m. until 7 p.m. Eastern time until deep in the morning, I'm going to be live on Twitch for at least eight or 10 hours. Just going to cover everything that we can cover. Uh, I'll be live for at least 10 hours, hoping to break good news to cover races all over the country that probably won't be getting the coverage they deserve on uh, on mainstream national news. So excited to be doing that. You can catch it at twitch.tv slash the breakdown. I'm going to put the link in my bio on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else. And uh, we'll email it out widely as well. But tomorrow, there's a lot of good that will happen that I'm excited about. There are new district attorneys that I believe will win their races. There are ballot initiatives all over the country in cities and counties and statewide ballot initiatives that I think will pass. There's a lot of good that's going to happen. I think there is a strong chance that Democrats could either flip the U.S. Senate or make it tied, which is better than where it is right now. and. Uh, is going to be very, very important for some type of stopgap in the case of uh, Trump perhaps winning re-election tomorrow. And about two weeks ago, I did a live episode of The Breakdown, The Breakdown Live, two Thursdays ago, where I went through the electoral college map. I'd studied All of the statewide polls, all of the early voter turnout information that we had and showed five or six different ways that Joe Biden can cross 270. And I would now say that all five or six of those ways don't exist. Now, he's going to start tomorrow at around... 210 
electoral college votes and really is just going to have to find a way to win enough states to get 260. Now, there are about 20 other electoral college votes that he's pretty pretty sure he's going to get right away, which bumps Joe Biden up to about 230. The remaining 40 that he needs to get, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, I showed scenarios where Joe Biden could blow past 270. It really all depends on who shows up to vote tomorrow. If the election ended today, Democrats would win from coast to coast all over the country. I believe Democrats would win in Texas. They would, I believe they would even win in Georgia, in places that they've never won before. I believe that Democrats won early voting. I believe they'd take back the Senate. All of those things. Democrats really nailed early voting this year in a way that we've never seen before. And Trump was really negative on early voting for months on vote by mail, on early voting in general. And so it took Republicans a long time to show up for early voting. But last week, Republicans showed up for early voting in huge numbers all over the country, particularly in states that Joe Biden needs to win, wants to win, in places where there are Senate races that are very important. Republicans were late to early voting, but showed up in a major way. Now, almost all over the country, there is no early voting today in anticipation for tomorrow. Of course, check your state, but in most states, most cities and counties, Yesterday was the end of early voting. Now, tomorrow is typical. Tomorrow is weird in this one way. It is, it is normal that election day is the Democratic blowout day, where Democrats blow out Republicans on election day. And normally Republicans and conservative Democrats normally are the early voters in previous elections and younger voters and new voters and primarily Democratic voters show up big on Election Day. But because so many Democrats have voted early, what I just don't know is will tomorrow be a big day for Democratic voting? And I just don't know. I've I've. I've looked at the numbers, for instance, over a million New York, I'm in Brooklyn, over a million New Yorkers voted early, but that's just 20% of all eligible voters. Are millions of people going to vote tomorrow in New York? I mean, is that what's supposed to happen tomorrow in New York? Because in a lot of ways for me, that seems like super unlikely. and. And if that's the case, then I'm really concerned. Now, not that New York is indicative of of what's going to happen all over the country. But if Democrats have thrown their hardest punches already, Republicans really could. Sorry, I'm I'm a boxing fan and a mixed martial arts fan. (laughs) Republicans could throw big counter punches tomorrow. And if Republicans show up 
in huge numbers tomorrow in Florida, in Ohio, uh, in Michigan and Wisconsin, in Arizona and Georgia, in North Carolina, if they show up in big numbers in those states tomorrow, uh, it could be it could be problematic. And the the primary way to stop Trump is going to be for Democrats to vote like crazy tomorrow from the time we wake up until the time polls close, not just in every major American city, but yes, in every major American city, but in every suburb touching those cities and in every suburb touching those suburbs. So in other words, Philadelphia is going to have to vote for Joe Biden in a huge way tomorrow, but every suburb touching Philadelphia and most of the suburbs touching those suburbs are going to have to vote for Joe Biden tomorrow. Now, when you get further out in Pennsylvania, and I've traveled through Pennsylvania over the past few months, shit, it's like Mississippi. Like, I didn't know. Like, it is, it is, once you get a few counties outside of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, you might as well be in Mississippi or Louisiana. It is crazy. (laughs) And um, it's kind of that way in upstate New York, but not quite like it is in Pennsylvania. Joe Biden is going to have to win in Cincinnati and Columbus and Cleveland and in all the suburbs touching those areas tomorrow if he has any chance of winning Ohio. And just apply that logic all over the country. Cities are going to have to show up in major ways And my fear is just, I've seen long lines for voting. My fear is just that so many Democrats have already voted. That Are there enough Democrats to show up tomorrow to win what could be a major push by conservatives and Trump supporters? And so I think tomorrow is still a big day. Um, I I know that's obvious in some ways, but I think a lot of people were kind of damn near calling it for Joe Biden. Um, you know, last week, last month, I think there's still a path for Donald Trump to win. And if, even if Donald Trump does not win Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, If Trump wins Pennsylvania, Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, places where he won before, Georgia, Iowa, he will be right on the cusp of crossing 270. And my my biggest concern is that over these past few days, in some ways, Trump is outworking and out-hustling Joe Biden. And that's a problem. And it's a problem in the sense that this final push of voting really, really matters, particularly in Pennsylvania and Florida and Georgia, where Trump is doing, I think, five events today and Biden's doing one. And 
I just said that on Twitter and people were like, what are you, a Trump supporter? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just saying I wish that even if Biden was doing more socially distant uh, events, um, I, I wish he'd figured out a way. People are saying, well, Biden's not doing these events because it's unsafe. Even if today Biden was doing five safe events, I'd feel a lot better about that. And so, you know, I hate to say, like, let's keep our fingers crossed (laughs) because fingers crossed doesn't really win elections. Votes do. But um, I voted yesterday and I said, you know, listen, I wasn't super excited about voting, but I voted to stop Donald Trump. And um, I'm hoping that tomorrow we not only stop him, but we're able to flip the Senate and to elect brave, courageous, justice-minded city council people, um, local leaders, district attorneys all over the country. Again, tomorrow I'm going to be live all night from 7 p.m. Eastern time until deep in the morning on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the breakdown. I hope to see you there. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hey, it's Nikki and Maria Elena hosts of the North Star's newest podcast, America the Voiceless, a podcast that's about the right to vote and the fight to vote. We believe that all Americans have a voice, but far too many Americans hit roadblocks when it comes to casting their votes. In America the Voiceless, we hear from lawmakers, historians, activists, and everyday people as we unpack the barriers some Americans have to overcome to make sure their voices are heard during the voting process. You can listen to a new episode of America the Voiceless every Thursday this fall. All episodes are available on the Northstar.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.